Introducing Collide Goss, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. Ella and I don't manage our emotional reactivity very well. Yeah, reminds me of a dog. Yeah, so if something goes (laughs) wrong... I yeah. turn into a child. Turn into children. I, well, you get pretty like, <laughs> like smashing stuff on the I desk. Know. I'm a stamper. You're a stamper. Yeah. Fuck. And I'm I've like, how are we running a business and carrying on? <laughs> okay, we are back for episode 39. Are we on? Are I we on? Never know when we're on. Yeah. We are. Um, how are you? I am feeling really sorry for myself at the you moment. You are. I just went to um, the MCM fucking – do you call it MCM house? Yeah. Yeah, MCM house sale um, And because we just moved into our new place, Eddie and I, and have no furniture. And um, I told Steph, like, what we'd bought and she was like, you replied actually I'm on one. No, I replied saying I was on one being like this morning was so hectic, like booking Melbourne and yeah. doing all of that. And I was oh. like, I'm ru- running on adrenaline. Can we be completely honest? When you sent that, I thought you meant for a second like you're on one as you've taken like a Valium or something. Oh, no. And I was like, mate, really? <laughs> no, no, no. Not saying Steph's addicted to pharmaceutical drugs, but mm. just because you've been through a rough patch. I, I, do, I do love the odd pharmaceutical. Anyway, you were laughing and I got all these messages after and I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And then you were like, um, I'm just really jealous. And then you went on this fucking rant being like, I just, I just hate that quality in myself. Like, I'm actually really jealous of you right now. And I'm like... Mate. No, no, because I'm not normally a jealous person. Like, I'm always happy for people when something good happens. I feel like, again, being honest, I feel like you always say this line, but then you do get weirdly upset. Okay, unpack. Don't you? But I noticed you always like, I'm really usually happy for, I've heard you say this line a few times lately. More when people maybe buy houses or something. Oh, at the moment. buying a house, yeah. You're like, I'm happy for them, but I'm really fucking jealous. Yeah, yeah. So there are two things that make me jealous. Okay. People buying a house and people buying really nice new furniture. So the new furniture is an add-on because I haven't heard that one before. Well, just like the house and the furniture yeah, yeah. and the renovation. I'm just like, fuck, I'm jealous. I know, but like, I like your lounge room. I think it's really nice what you've done to it. Yeah, I know, but I just like, I feel like... You have such good taste in that. And I'm just like, I wish I had the the time to do the same. Like, I wish I... I have no choice right now. No, no, I'm just saying you, like, even, like, how we're going to go to Melbourne, right? Yeah. You'll probably think about all your outfits and stuff that you're going to wear. Well, I'll send you... Oh, sorry, I've just got a cramp in my foot. Do you get that? I need to take more magnesium tablets. I will send you the Instagram. I actually went on it today because I was unsure of how I'd layer this outfit today. Like I know, my, but I don't even feel like I have enough clothes. No, to you do. That. You do because you. It's really good. It's called about layering or something like. Yeah, along no, those I've lines. already stalked it, but I am more like I just want you to do it for me. No, but that's what the app does, Steph. It doesn't mm. for you. It doesn't for I know. you. And I just go on there and look at like what they've done with jeans and how they've laid it. And it actually gives you ideas. Like it actually revamps your perception of your wardrobe pieces. Okay. Like that you think you've worn them all before. But so you do haven't. you think, because we are going to Melbourne tomorrow. Yes, we are going to Melbourne. I'm actually at last getting down to see my fucking wedding dress. which Very I'm excited about. <gasps> yeah. We booked a nice hotel. Yeah, we booked our flights. We have um, booked a hotel that we didn't, that one wasn't the one I meant, but it's. 
So I actually nicer. rang the chick and I was like, hey, I booked the wrong hotel, which obviously... What chick did you ring? So I book, I rang the chick of the... So there's the Park Hyatt yeah. and the Grand Hyatt Melbourne. Both nice hotels. Both though. nice hotels. You but like doing fucking Hyatt for, you know, those four yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's but all right if you stay there, I'm just saying. Like we were excited about staying in a luxe kind of hotel. Yeah. Um, and I rang the lady and she's like, I'll transfer you to the hotel that you originally so wanted to So it is connected. They're, own, they're the same That's owner. Right. Yeah. And the chick that I got connected to, the one that you originally wanted to book at, was like, keep your reservation at the Park Height. It's a nicer hotel. Cool. So. I think I know where that is too. It's just more on the park and the other one's more near like. Yeah, they're the a 10 minute walk from each other. Yeah, which is fine. You do a yeah. lot of walking when you're away anyway. Mm. So that's exciting. Yeah, so we've got that tomorrow. We're really excited, but we've just been a bit busy this week. Obviously, because Steph's had a bit of time. Not really. You were still working with all mm. your dad's stuff, but you've had a bit of time away and now we're just kind of trying to get into the flow of things. But we've had a lot of stuff due and going on. We had a lot of goals for this week, which have actually been hard to tick off. Yeah. And well, you try and implement all these things and you can't do it because something comes up that's urgent. Our new thing has been time blocking, which is not really new because we've tried that before. And you actually feel fucking good doing it though. Yeah, when we time blocked yesterday, it was good. It's fun, but then we really fucked up. So we yeah, we time blocked our whole day yesterday and the end of the day we were like, we really, really need to take control of our glassware brand Cornelia because it's always a thing that we leave last, obviously, because it's like our own. And yeah. client work comes before. That's just how the world bloody works, you know? So clients come first. Clients come first. Sometimes we really want to come first. Anyway, mm. <laughs> so we blocked down. We were like, let's do the shoot down at like oh. Rush Cutters, like near our office, like for a bit of like that. Because we're going for a bit of like a rustic sunshine kind of look for our, vintage, mm. our new vintage stock. Mm. Was it, oh, we're doing like this, what's it called? Soul. Ocker. But it was Soul. Soleil. 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 Yeah. So we were like, let's go down to the park, at like like when the sun's going down and do it. But we like fucked it. Like when we got down there, we had like, what, five minutes of sun. And we had yeah. to pack up. So we're <laughs> on the way to getting where we need to be, but the most critical part of the planning sometimes falls short, a.k.a. I, I just no want to know, left. I want to know though with that, this time blocking thing, like, we can't help if something then comes up. No, so when you get an email, unless it is urgent as fuck, you do not reply until you finish your time blocking activity. Really? That's, that's what, what your book said? That's what my book says, which we can get into. But how about like when you allocate time and then you're like, oh my God, it's actually taking like twice as long as I thought it would. So then you look at the rest of the day and you go, can I move what was blocked for the next bit? So how about today though? Because we really fucked today. Because we've had like um, today we didn't even time block. Yeah, that's so true. it's something you kind of want to do on a Monday and do the whole week and do the whole week. Can you do that for my calendar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I need to sort out your emails and calendars. But should we just run through our weekends and stuff? My weekend, I didn't do. Oh, you had a nice weekend. Yeah. What did you do? I went to the country. Um, actually, yeah, it was a really nice week and I did nothing. I just watched everything I know about I love. think you needed that. Oh, fuck. I mean, let's talk about this show yeah. because... Firstly, though, can I know what makes you jealous? I'm just interested well, we've really now. really backtracked. Um, jealousy. Hot people? Yep. I get, like, jealous. I get really jealous of, like, really productive people. 
I probably get like, I'm quite a jealous person in a relationship, I think. Same. I don't think you are. I think you're pretty good. No, you're not. You're not a typical jealous. Like, you're not that bad. Okay. I feel like you're pretty good with that shit. Yep. I'm, I reckon, I'm not bad, but I can get, I don't know. What do you think? Am I jealous or not? Or do you reckon I'm just Back normal? in the day, not anymore. Yeah, but that's insecure then more. Mm. Don't you reckon you put the two together? Insecure, yeah. jealous, like same yeah. vibe because it's usually an insecurity and that's why you're feeling that way. Yeah. Because jealousy shouldn't really be in, it's not a feeling that you need to have. It's quite a chat feeling. It's a really terrible, terrible quality to have. You don't yeah. want it. Yeah, because if you're always, and this is like another thing I was listening to all these yeah. podcasts on the way up to the country, which I took some notes on. Wait, are you listening to the podcast with Josh? Or is, you've got no, your no, no, no. I've got oh, so you have your headphones on and he whole listens time, to something else. Whole time. I've never done that before with Eddie. I literally load up like 55 motivational podcasts and then I write in my notes No, what you they don't. Say. Yeah, I do. You write while you're in the car notes. Yeah. And I get, you're enjoying yourself. I get really, really inspired. So um, let's just get into this because I just thought it would be interesting. I never knew you did that. Has that always been a thing you did? Yeah, I started your wedding speech as well based off a podcast <laughs> idea. See, Ooh. I'm like on long road trips. I am crime all the fucking way. Like I want crime. Like that's all I want to listen Where did, to. What did I? Wedding <laughs> speech. Well, don't read it to me. No, I'm saying like I've got just like quickly. Okay, I've got some. I've got some ideas, but it's all based around a theme. Okay, um, which so I got off a podcast because I feel so like for a wedding speech, you've really got to focus on the couple. Yeah, you do. Not so about yourself. No, and you not about me and not about me and you. Like yeah, a little could, bit. Yeah, it would be very easy to just go off track and yeah. talk about funny shit we've done. Yeah. So I'm going to write it and then I'm actually going to get Guy to help me edit it. Okay. Because he's funny. But the podcast you were listening to, was it purely about wedding speeches? So the first podcast I listened to was a TED talk about how to nail a speech. And then I stumbled across another podcast which was about a particular topic that I think you and Eddie, a particular theme and a particular um, um, like um, attribute that you and Eddie both possess. And you can't tell me now? No, because okay. it's like the theme. Jealousy. Not jealousy, <laughs> but like... The key theme for no, your wedding No, it's speech. a nice one. But anyway, as I was writing notes on my podcast, yep. um, on all of my podcasts... The one that I wanted to look at before we go into the book that I recommended last week was how we both react to certain situations. Yeah, we talked about this today. So, for example, last night Ella rang me about something and I, because of dad and everything, immediately started crying. I started crying and said, I can't deal with this. No, I'm I? so... Uh, okay. You can tell me what I said. Yeah, because I was like, are you going to miss like... No, no, you, you can say. I think it's very... Um, like, it was quite a shallow response, really. Yeah, it did jump to shallow. It yeah. wasn't really, it was a, just a big um, lolly bag mix yeah. of emotions. You were like, but it just went off so off track that I was so confused. It was confusing. Like, I don't even really want to go to Melbourne actually now because I am really fucking ugly and I have <laughs> no clues. Uh, cl clues? 
I have no clothes. It's so weird when girls feel shit all together, like they're feeling anxious or whatever. It always turns into because suddenly you feel ugly or you're fat or you yeah. don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. Like, and that was off the back of a work thing. It had nothing to do and with And I us. know I'm a very small girl, but like when you just start to just like, as you said, like I was like, I'm also quite sick. And that made me feel yeah. really sorry for myself. And it went into this whole thing about my appearance. And then I was like, I don't want to go to Europe. Oh, that's what you said as well. I don't want to go to Europe. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to go to Melbourne if you do have clothes in your wardrobe? I've seen your clothes. But it was just random because it's gone. It's funny because I'm like that too. When something happens, I like fucking lose it. And then I start saying really random shit to like Eddie or whoever I'm with yeah. about my whole life. Like yeah. one problem will like literally just go vroom and there's like, 20 hundred issues in my life all of a sudden that yeah. I need to discuss with everyone around yeah. me even though it's the one thing I just need to focus the on. The only thing we needed to focus on was client work but it turned into personal. I'm not going away, I'm not going to Europe, I hate my house. Yeah. I'm but I'm like that. I always yeah. do that with you. So anyway. Advice then. I was listening to this podcast about calm practice and how both Ella and I don't manage our emotional reactivity very well. Yeah, so reminds me of a dog. Yeah, so if something goes <laughs> wrong, I turn into a child. You got told that by your counsellor. Yeah, I got told that by my counsellor. But and I now think you're pretending that you... But we also, <laughs> I also think we do that at work. Turn into children. I, well, you get pretty like, <laughs> like smashing stuff on the I desk. Know. I'm a stamper. You're a stamper. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, and I'm like, how are we running a business and carrying on? We're stressed. Anyway, so <laughs> you need to be slow to respond and quick to think. Mm. I know, because so, sometimes don't you reckon when you get like an email or something, I haven't had this for a while, but I remember, I don't know what the key moment is, but I remember having some kind of like client thing a while back and like you like go to send like a fucked up email. Yeah. And then there's just been that moment where you're like, Ugh. Yeah. I, I don't think this is appropriate. <laughs> and they're the moments where I've actually sat back and be like, let me just calm down. Down, yeah. It's even with messages as well. Even with a fight with Eddie, you can take it with no, Eddie. No, but I feel like you've gotten a lot better with Eddie putting mm. that into practice, but we need to put that into practice at work. Obviously, we don't send abusive messages to anyone, but I more no, mean more just the time we waste Taking reacting. Taking things personally as well in a work situation. You don't yeah, need to start. Agreed. And I always just tell myself, I'm not a fucking brain surgeon. Like, I don't need to stress really. This stress is not, like nothing compared to what it could be. Exactly. But it's still happening. No, no. But what you need to yeah, do... Yeah, sorry, I keep interrupting. What are your pointers for everyone? So you need to mirror a sense of calm when that situation happens. Who am I mirror? Like where? Who am I So at? let's say you're calling me and you're like, oh, my God, we got this X, Y, Z email. Mm. Instead of being like it's so fucked, you need to call me and say, listen, there are a few things we need to address in the email. What do you think is the best approach? I'm not ever going to be that formal. I'll throw a few F-bombs in there. That that's right? fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but like last night when I started bawling my eyes out. Well, I'm not going to start bawling my eyes no, out with you. No, you. <laughs> you were like, you started to mirror the right behaviour. And you're like, yeah, this I is Yeah, I feel like we always need to be because I, I always yank. think like, fuck, like if 
I rang you and I was like, fuck this, fuck that, and you were doing it with me, it would just be a mess. Yeah, one of us it has to be all right mentally. And apparently in your head you've got to count to ten before you respond. So even with a fight with Eddie, yeah. you just need to take a few deep breaths and be like, you do that with him being like, I need to disengage right now. Mm, I can do that. Like I, I need a couple minutes. It's obviously very difficult in the moment. Yeah, maybe um, you need to write these out and put them like somewhere. Yeah, That's I will. like a manual to read. Yeah, I'm going to, don't mm, you worry. Okay. And also the tone and the volume with which you speak. Me? So yeah, I'm quite a yeller. Do you? you yeah, I'm, I'm a yeller too. Really? So I both feel like of you us. you don't yell that much. As much. Uh, not as much, but. Do you yell at Judge? Not really. When you argue? Or you're more just like hectic? We have had the most relationship ending arguments on the way to Walker. Because of you're stuck together in the no, car. No, because of the way that I like to go the long Tamworth way and he likes to cut through the highway. I like that drive, the cut through with all the windy yeah, hills. It's so pretty. It's beautiful, but he constantly overtakes cars. Mm, yeah, it'd be scary. And we have fights where it's like, we're going to break up. Like that was our last All big, because he's speeding? Because he's overtaken someone and endangered my life. And so I'm like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. And then it's like, we're, we need to break up. And you cry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't um, know if I have many fights in the car. I feel like car rides, sorry, we're going really off topic, are kind of more like relaxing for me. When you're on a straight highway, yeah. But if you had to do this Walker drive every time, yeah. there are a lot of cars you need to overtake. And we're in the dark and I was just like, I'm on edge right now. Yeah. So you need to take... But you were writing your dot points. Why didn't you just read it and calm down? Did this happen on the most no, recent? No, no, it didn't okay. happen on the most recent. So, sorry, going back to your potty. Going back a few steps. I am still seeing my counsellor, Diana, but she has COVID. So I am now randomly seeing my neighbour oh. to do body healing. Yeah, have you talked about that yet? No, I haven't. So I go to that. She's amazing and basically she counsels you for the first half an hour and then she does like a body healing on your face and your feet and she just slowly oh, see, that's what I'm rubs talking about. your face and your feet. That's all I need in life. And she's like, you need to, you don't trust yourself enough. Like yeah. you don't trust your opinions. Mm -hmm. And so you need to do, there's a few different things you can do, but the first thing you need to do is you put your two fingers together like this. Oh, pressure point? And if something is true... Can I see it? Can you face me? Oh. Like that? Yeah. And if something is true, normally your fingers won't come apart. But if it's a lie, they will. Wait. So just do an example. I'm a bit confused. Okay, so put your fingers... Um, If you're listening, sorry, but we've got a video. Like that? Like that. Okay, so now... I am two years old. Pull it apart. Okay, so the test isn't working on you. But maybe I am. No, I'm saying I am two years old. Oh, Benjamin Button vibes? No, it's meant to come <laughs> apart when it's fake. Anyway, whatever. That's, just, that's stupid. Okay, well, we'll just leave that That's one. a mental thing. It's a mental thing. I can just go like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, no, sorry. We'll just maybe... What did she say, though? Like, were you doing it with she, her? And like, oh I my was God, doing it with her amazing. and, like, when you stand up and something you think about something being true or false, your body generally leans forward when it's true yeah. and backwards when it's false. So it's like a lie test? Yeah, like a little bit of a trusting your body uh, on what feels right and wrong. And you practice that with her? I practice that with what her. What were her questions to you? 
well, something like silly, like uh, you're two years old or like your name's John kind of thing. Anyway, and then she said, when you feel like you are having a stressful situation, you hold here, pressure points, and as you breathe in, you push. Kind of hurt. And as you breathe out, you let go. And it's just you do like 10 of them. And you know how I was doing it in the office? You should try and do five every hour. Mm. Wim Hof? Kind of like Wim Hof to calm you down. I told you that was the pressure point thing when I got really sick in Bali. That witch doctor came in and squeezed in between your thumb and your first finger. So fucking hard that I got up and ran and booted everywhere. (laughs) And then I was fine. I was like, what? Yeah, those pressure points do work. It was like literally getting rid of my toxins Mm. in my body. And And then, then, yeah, then I was, anyway. Another thing is you've got to, okay, what's your favorite flower? Hmm. I don't know. I love a good, like, orchid-looking flower. Okay, like, so... What are they called? Are they, like, orchids or... I like the other poppy. Like, what are those things? Poppy? Mm. Different ones. What are they called again? Not poppy. Peonies? Peonies are nice. <coughs> so, the ones that we get all different. Tulip ones. Tulips. So yeah, flop, that's my one. Flop open. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. And they're also in a text, so... That will make sense in a sec. Okay. So, you've got to imagine that you have a ring of tulips around you at all times. What colour? Protecting you. Any colour you want. Shut your eyes and just visualise that. Mm-hmm. So that is helping you to approach every situation with love as opposed to negativity. So no one can rain on your parade because you're protected by your flowers. Okay? Okay. And Can I open my eyes? Yeah, yeah you can open yeah. your eyes. And you need to like visualise it all the time. But what are the flowers doing? They're like a protector of you. So people can't walk into your circle? Into your energetic circle. Mm. So you always have to, if you feel uncomfortable in a situation, you've got to imagine, which you would have heard before, like a white light radiating out of you and that you're circled by flowers. I haven't heard this before. (laughs) This is real woo-woo shit, so sorry. I just don't understand the personification, would you call it, of a flower there? Because flowers are like healing things, like they're beautiful and they're healing. Mm. It's a practice, apparently. Anyway, I'm probably yeah. not saying this right, but she said to imagine that. Experience yeah, it. book in. And then with my dad, yeah, she said, you have to remember your dad before he was sick. So 100%. if that means like photos in mm. your room, like we've got that artwork on the wall. And so recently I've started before going to bed imagining like when I was younger and he'd put his hands on my shoulders. Yeah. And like that. It's like a like I'm still here, yeah. and like sometimes I feel like he's still here. And I guess from the rant that I'm going on now, like you can tell yeah. that I'm like pretty Upset. fucking unhinged at the moment. It's not unhinged. You, you miss him. That's still. That's don't <sighs> you, you? Can I just pull you up there as well? Don't say you're not. That's not being unhinged. That's feeling the feeling of love. Yeah, and, I'm just. And cr- and I'm clutching it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you putting that with that feeling. Yeah, you should just embrace it. It's just a feeling. But it's you're a. Getting. It's a nice feeling to like imagine it's him more being emotional. there. Yeah, and like I felt signs around. I know you tell everyone about your weird sign when you were coming. That was so weird. The so car. firstly, when I was driving to Walker. I was like, I hope I see a shooting star because, yeah. like, I imagine. Um, 
Thank you. Oh, thanks. Got some <laughs> tissues. Yes. Um, I imagine like a shooting – I always thought that he would come in a shooting star for some weird reason. So that's why last episode yeah. when I was sitting outside being like in my house like shooting Never star. Known. Anyway, on the way up there I saw two shooting stars. Wow. And then on the way back – we pulled up behind a car and the number plate was Ron, my dad's name. Wasn't it Ronnie even? Yeah, it was like Ron I-3 I- yeah, It something. was so crazy. That is so weird that you pulled up right yeah. behind that car. And I'm like, fuck. Like, he was like, being like, hey, I'm here. And every time I told Jarch, he was like, yeah. Like, because he does not believe I showed shit. Eddie and he doesn't believe that shit. He's like, that's fucking weird. It is weird. Like, he freaked out a bit. Yeah. It's like that story I want to say about Ollie's. That Ollie Arch, so with the dad. Yeah, go. I've told you, which I found like, because I feel like it's hard to feel like it's hard to believe these things unless you're going through it. Unless you're going through it, yeah. And like, but I was actually here for this moment with that, and I don't think Ollie, one of our good mates, would believe particularly in that. But his dad passed when he was younger, in like year twelve, um, and we were like, when we lived, we lived with him when we lived in Bondi, and we were outside having, I think we we're just having dinner, but we just got onto the topic of talking about his family, and I was just asking questions about his dad because I obviously never met him before and talking about a few things about like how what happened with the family after the dad passing and his mom and his relatives and like the farm and whatnot and it's very complicated it's just complicated and we were kind of going getting really into the you know nitty-gritty of the family stuff totally and um ollie has this like really iconic kind of photo of his dad in his bedroom like because I can picture it even now and it's like this just like of his face I think it's like with a hat I don't know it's like a real farm kind of he was like yeah. a farmer and it's like on his it was like literally on his like he had like a cabinet with all his clothes and it was like leaning and it's like glass over the top like properly framed obviously and um we were talking about it and Belle, his girlfriend at the time, was in the shower and Eddie was in the kitchen and we were in the middle of talking about it and we just heard this huge bang. It was like, like, shut up. I don't know this story. Yeah, I told you. And Ollie was like, what the fuck was that? And he thought Belle had like fallen over in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, Belle, Belle, Belle. And he kind of ran in. And then he came out and he just was like looking really weird. And he's like, you will not believe what I fucking, like what just happened. And I was like, what? He's like... My dad's photo frame, There's my window's not open in my room, but it has, like, fallen just flat and smashed the glass. Because I reckon he's like, I can hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, just wanting to know that, like, I think he just wanted to show that he was there. Like, he was listening to us yeah. talking about it all and stuff. Totally. Because that's fucking weird. We were, in, we were literally talking about him and it did it in the middle of the conversation. And those signs are what you need to keep going. Yeah, and Ollie was kind of like smiling. He was like, that was really weird. I was like, yeah. But it's just like nice. kind of like, whoa, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's Steph Birmingham. Yeah, she had the same. Tommy's with partner the with the painting. picture frame. Moving. Which gave me shivers when she told me that, which is, yeah, that was outrageous. So I reckon, yeah, if your mind and heart's open to it, I feel like, you know, you'll recognise the signs. There's a lot of people like, oh, I wouldn't notice that. But I'm like, you're not open to it you yeah know, when it's like you're open not, you're looking for it now especially yeah. in this space it's like the same thing you know when you buy a car and you and never you notice see it everywhere. you see it everywhere it's kind of so like that true. don't you reckon yeah 100 um but i like those pointers though yeah they i mean could. we got we did a round circle of work and life yeah. stuff but maybe i need to listen to some more podcasts self-help podcasts well i actually didn't even get into the book yeah so steph we briefly mentioned last week about this book up. That Steph had found. Have you found it? You got recommended it from her 
brother's girlfriend, Liv, Liv, who works at Commonwealth Bank. And that's how we've been time blocking and doing all these things because Steph has gone through it with like her fucking annotations and just gone crazy. Gone crazy. Um, I personally haven't read it. I need to read it. But I feel like yeah. you've done all the reading possible that you can. So you're yeah. just like literally feeding me I've, information. I've called it a smart work seminar. Oh, because we're having book. a seminar, which our employee, Jen, is not excited about. No, I feel like no one's excited. I feel like I could have been a teacher in a past life. I mean, I, I you could. You love all this shit. I love all this shit. Like, yeah. I love learning, but I'm not that good at implementing. So you, um, I thought it would be funny. Funny. It's not funny at all. <sighs> it's very professional of you, Steph. I thought it'd be beneficial for you to read out some of your favourite pointers you've written yes. down to help everyone else that's just like you and interested in this kind yes. of stuff. Yes, and I will say... Another girlfriend of mine bought this this book oh, yeah, and she did. read it in the weekend. It's so easy to read. Well, why don't you give it to me and we can talk about it in Melbourne? Hundred percent. Yeah, we'll do that. But I'll go through a little thing. So, when you start the week, you consolidate your work. So you clarify, write down, type out yep. every single thing that needs your time and attention. Okay. So that could be. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. At the start of the week, you do it. Monday. Yeah. Monday. You should be planning. Weekly, monthly, quarterly. Yep. So on the Monday, you plan everything out. No, not plan. Just write down like a brain dump. Everything yeah. you want to do. It can be personal, professional. Yeah. You could be like, I want to like do my bedroom. Okay. And I'll need two hours for that. Okay. Whatever. Dump it all down. Then. Oh, so you can do personal work and like. Yeah. And you'd have different colours for them in your calendar. Fitness. Fitness, oh, exactly. Then you schedule it forward. So what that means is you look at your week and you go, I have meetings. Yeah. You put them in. Then you might have something due. So you put put in your calendar the date that it's due. Yeah. And then the critical gotcha. thing is the time that you're going to spend doing it. <laughs> Which so is a critical issue always. Always. So we, our biggest issue is like, oh, fuck, is that due today? I didn't know that was due today. Oh, it's in your calendar. But it's like well, I'm only checking it on the day it's due. I don't mm. have a reminder for when it's due. Well, that's due. what I used to t say all the time. I need, yeah. like, reminders to be like, you should be doing a bit yeah. of work on this right now. Yeah. yeah, so I think our thing that we use is Monday to write down every single thing that needs to Monday be done. Monday is our organiser we already have for work and yeah. communicating with our Exactly, and there's heaps of other ones that you can use. And then... I use Asana too. Asana, yeah. yeah. And then... You then take that task and you allocate it to your calendar when you're going to do it and when it's due. So you can't, we have to do it separate. It doesn't share. No, no, no. Monday. So you have everything okay, so in Monday. Jumping. Yep. And then let's say it's a plan. Yep. So you're, you're going to say, and you're going to share this with me, I'm going to work on the images for the plan for two hours on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. and that's oh, I in, like that. That's in my calendar and your calendar. Then I'm going to put in my calendar, I'm going to do the copy the next yeah. day. This is content planning, by the way, yeah. guys. For so clients. whatever. Yeah. So scheduling it. So every task that you need to do has to be scheduled in your calendar. Okay. Like and an event. Like an event. So you have to consider what tasks are in my inbox? Mm. What is currently on my to-do list? Do I have any calls to make return? Are there tasks in previous meeting notes that need to be actioned? Always. And Always. what else is stuck in my head? Fuck, what's not stuck in my head? And then... I go to bed thinking about all this shit I'm going to do and I'm like, 
Okay, so when you have that, write it down. Write it in the task list okay. on Google. At just night. write it there. Yeah. yeah. So I just spit yep. it out. Yeah. And then you commit to it. Okay. So you allocate the time to the action. All of this stuff is boring, but one thing I thought was really interesting, which is quite controversial, this guy says, don't label all your inboxes. It's a waste of fucking time. We did that though, and I've got it, and now I'm just like, I want to get rid of them. I no. said it didn't work. I didn't so like it. So instead, you get your email. Yes. You write it as a task. You then allocate, allocate the time to it. If it's reply to it, do a project on it. In your calendar, separate. Yep. Yep. And then once you've done it, you delete the email. If it's an important email that has like docs, docs or briefs, yeah. you just put it in one folder. You can what easily... one folder? A folder called everything. Oh, just everything. Everything. So not in like anything else. Yeah. And then your inbox is only... All it should have in it is things that you haven't actioned. Once you've well, actioned... Can you help me do this? Because my email's yeah. fucked. Yep. So once you've actioned it, it either gets deleted yeah. or put in everything. Okay. And the last thing is you should have your inbox at zero on a Friday. Do you want to see my inbox? I'm going to do it all for you. You've seen mine. It gives Eddie severe anxiety. Yeah, yeah, I've got thousands of just like, yeah. looks like unread emails. He's like, do you ever, I actually did do a clean out because my memory, my memory has actually maxed out. Yeah my drive or whatever for Google. And I was like, I actually probably need to clear a few things. Yeah. So we need to do that for you. And then if an email comes in, instead of me and you going, oh, yeah, what should we do? Da, 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 yeah. We just go, here, we're going to allocate two hours to talk about that tomorrow. Two hours? Hefty, but nice. Yeah, I get Or you. whatever, it, if yeah. it's a huge <laughs> brief. Um, you know, oh, we're on this point quickly though. Yeah. My biggest thing as well is iPhone photos. And I haven't found a way to organise that in a really time, can, um, time like efficient way. I've yes. started before. I used to do it before I went overseas because I was like, oh, I really want to organise all my photos and like, you know, my memory's all there. Now I just pay so much money for my iCloud because I've got, I reckon I've got how many photos? Let's do you see how many have? photos I've got in here. Like you guys are gonna lose it. I have got because I eighty six thousand five hundred and five. Images. Okay, let's compare that to mine. Like, I haven't even done the videos. Like, that's fucked. I only have 21,000. That's only 100,000. So, so you can think how much I pay for my iCloud storage. There is an app where you can, that I told you yeah. about ages ago, I'll put it in the show notes, where it helps you clear out photos. Photos you've screenshotted. Yes. Which you might not want mm. and stuff like that. But I have no idea. How what, How do you even organise your photos? I don't I'm know, confused. but it gives me anxiety because then I forget what photos I've downloaded from like our film camera. Like even stuff now, like I think because we've fallen out of beat because, you know, with Collide, we've got like posting schedules we should yeah. be keeping up to. And even just my personal like trips have gone away and we get all our film back. Like I feel like I just like put them all in my phone. I know they're on Dropbox somewhere, but I feel just really like unorganised with all that. Like I yeah. just want to be able to look at, oh, these are some cool photos I want to post on Collide or my personal or art and even just like stuff we have, I save it just all on my phone. It just like is there and then I'm like, it's not easy for me to just go to and... Well, that's a know. really important part of our business that maybe no. you can have a think about. I maybe. have researched this before and I've tried stuff and it's still really time consuming to organise and I, I feel know, like but there should be a quicker way. yeah. Anyway, if anyone has any advice on how to fucking organise photos and that amount of photos, 86,000 photos, please let me know. 
Yeah, I can't imagine the weight you'd be bearing having all of those photos. A lot. Like, um, I'm lucky I don't have any photos because you take all the photos. Yeah, I know. I just film I stuff now for TikTok. I know. Um, um, what else has happened this not week? Not much. Oh, then I well, oh, I moved. Oh, you moved. Yeah, tell us about that. So, Eddie and I are still not sleeping in our main bedroom, though. Like, we're still sleeping in the spare bedroom because that's, like, just filled with shit. You just forget how much fucking stuff you need to move when you, like... I know. Packing up, I just didn't know how much stuff it's I had. It's the most fucked experience. And it's more like you realise, like... How are you going with your bathroom storage? It's got a bit because you open up, but I haven't... No, my box, the beauty stuff that I brought over is just sitting in my room because this is what I was going to say. Less is better. Like, yeah. that box, I don't use half of it, but I couldn't say goodbye to a lot of it because it's still Couldn't, good could stuff. Could you maybe give some to good old Steffi Weffy? It's stuff you would have. It's stuff we've been given but lately. But Mecca comes to your house now, so we I We haven't got any Mecca stuff lately. I think we've been cut off their list. Oh. I think they've got too many new fucking workers. Like, we don't know anyone there now. Oh, defo. But even Mecca, yeah, I've just got, like, just random... Like, if you looked at it, it's like, I don't want to throw... Like, you can have a look at it, though. But I'm just yeah. even, like, I might... I don't know. It's a weird thing because you get given it and you want to try them all, but at the same time, like, it's just easier if you just had a fucking cleanser, serum, moisturiser. That's all I need. I'm not going through all this fucking skincare being like, oh, I'm going to do this and that. Like, I know. Less that is kind more. of stuff. Like, less, less is, is more. more. And it sort of feels more like a clean hotel if you don't have a million products everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like that feeling. So you're going through a bit of a um, decluttering. Cleanse, but not because everything in my room's crazy. But anyway, we've moved all our stuff in. Um in terms of like, you know, we've got the dining table set up, but we've ordered a lot of um, like things from like overseas that are taking while, like all the covers. So at the moment it's a bit of a mismatch because my little hack that I've done. That's a cool hack you should tell everyone about. So, but then everyone's going, no, that's fine. I've actually told some people this though. So there is this um, business overseas called, I think it's called BEMS, I'll leave it in the notes, whatever. But... They literally revamped IKEA furniture, like models, like with really beautiful covers. So I bought um, a couch. I actually had to find it on Facebook Marketplace in the end because the model had been discontinued. But if you look on a lot of interior designers in Sydney, they have this couch in a lot of their photos and I found it and I'm getting it recovered. So in a beautiful like slip, like baggy kind of cover more. And it's got this like arch kind of... um, like instead of these kind of ones that are trending at the moment, it's got the beautiful arch, so more like art deco kind of looking. But if the couch is square, how do you get the arch? The I'm just saying the arm has a curve in oh, it. Oh, like it has this. a curve. Yep, 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 yep. Sorry. So I've got that and then I've got like really like those traditional like IKEA dining chairs with no um, arms. But we've got all different colours because we had to find them on Marketplace, but they're all the same model. And then I'm getting them recovered. So this website does them with those beautiful frills. Yeah, at the I've end. got one of those chairs. Your mum's like, you need to get it recovered. Oh my God, go get it with this beauty. You get it in every colour. I've got all white but with the beautiful frills at the bottom. Like that, you know how that looks? You know that, you? is that, that white pleats. chair in my room? You where could my get desk. the pleats in at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I so should pretty. get that. Yeah. So I'm waiting for them. I'm really excited for that. Um, yeah, so we're sleeping in the spare bed though because I don't have anything. We've like re fucking shuffled the rooms like upstairs you know where the Juliet kind of balcony is yeah we were like this will be this you know first it'll be the study <coughs> no we're not gonna fucking st- like I'm not gonna really sit at home and work in a fucking room like I've got my office literally down the road yeah and I don't want to waste a space for that so then we were like let's make it the spare room but then I was like 
this is like the best room. Like we're not going to really have that many people visiting like what every weekend all no. the time. So we were like, let's make this the comfy lounge room. So we went to MCM today, got couch. What colour? White. Deep? Deep, like, yeah, just like really comfy kind of these <sighs> kind of vibe. Um, and putting the TV in there and then downstairs will be more formal. So when we're entertaining... You don't have like the boys watching the footy like down there. They can go up to the room. So like we can be That's like really all smart. downstairs. But I'm going to have like a little TV still because Eddie's obsessed with having TVs everywhere in the house. I like that though. Sean actually told me from our office that he heard that you shouldn't really have a TV in your bedroom, but we've got one. I've never had a TV in my bedroom in my life. Ruins your, you know what I mean? Your sleeping pattern. No, more sex stuff. Oh. Apparently it's not like a mood, like I don't know, but I'm like I, I couldn't think what I do without a TV in my room. I fucking watch love it on your it. laptop. I hate that. I did it last night because I have to, and I don't like it. Have you got internet yet? Oh, that was the other thing. So then we ordered internet. All these things you don't think you have to worry about. So annoying. Eddie ordered Dodo, whatever it's called, and fuck, we were fucking running around the house last night. It came because we were trying to find the NBM box to like connect oh, it up to. Yeah. I think the past owners have literally just taken it with them so now we need to like i don't know what we're waiting for i didn't even ask eddie because he was stressed on the phone dealing with it so no we don't have internet at the moment we're just tethering yeah i think it took us like two weeks yeah and then there was something weird with the nbn it was really yeah. annoying but i'm loving it paddington is a vibe such a coming vibe. from like mossman where it's great family home really thanks mum and dad for having us for two years you know did my saving did all that, you know, loved Mossman again. But I, since being back in Paddo, I forgot how fucking amazing it is to be near supermarkets, bottle shop, got myself you're a like, nice wine. Literally, that bottle shop you're near is so good as Oh, my well. God, went in there, got, yeah, beautiful bottle of wine last night, all our food stuff. Did you feel hung today? Oh, no, I had, like, two glasses. I'm not an alcoholic, doll. Not yet. Yeah, no. true. <laughs> but sometimes you can feel hung off two drinks. I can, but this is nice wine. Really, you would oh, like it. we've nice got to tell wine. the advice that um, oh, that girl yeah. gave us. Yeah. Anyway, so it's good, but I'll keep you updated. MCM, Eddie's sending me all the photos now. It's all getting delivered already. I'm so jealous. By the time it comes out, I was going to say go to the sale. It's going to be done. But yeah, so mate, 80% off. We've got heaps of shit. Yeah, so I got really jealous of Ella and I was like, maybe I should buy something, but I probably will buy that black yeah, do thing. It. Yeah, anyway, to end it off that note. So we got, yeah, tell them the story. That's so, really, really good advice. Really good collide advice, this stuff. Yeah, this oh. is going to be our collide advice for the week because it's a big story. Yep. Um, so the Just girls... if we've got any emails. The girl's name is Britt. Yep. And she listens to the podcast and she's a friend of Guy's girlfriend. And she said, I always listen to the girls saying that they're constantly vomiting and sick when they're hungover. Yep. Um... Should I just insert the voice note? You should. So basically this girl Brit recommended a really great hangover tip and it's quite long. It's a voice note. The first one I lost, so I'll just tell you that bit and then I'll insert it It's actually really like I was like, oh my God, I need to ring Ruby right now because my sister's worse than us with alcohol. She'll have like a few drinks and feel like at yours on Wednesday, like she was like going to like, she wasn't even, like she just feels really nauseous Mm. and she wasn't any more drunk than us. Like we'd had a few drinks, but it's so frustrating when you're out and you're like not even that fucked. And and there are so many people that I know that can have a huge night and wake up fine. I know. But I feel like it's more like Ruby Singh is like an issue because she always feels sick. Like we're a bit hit and miss. We're hit and miss, yeah. I Yeah, but she, anyway, the start of it is her saying, 
if I had one drink, if I had 30 drinks, I would wake up dead vomiting the next day. And she's basically looking for a solution for that. And then I'll insert the voice notes here. And so I went to the doctor, but then, I mean, you know, doctors, like, they kind of don't want you drinking anyway. And they ask the classic, like, how many drinks do you drink in a night? And I'm pretty sure I said 10, which is definitely an understatement, if any. But, I'm, like, I don't keep count. And I think that's probably an issue on its own. But, you know, anyway, so I said 10 and he was like, oh, what? 10 drinks? Like, fucking no wonder you feel so freaking sick the next day. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then I had to, like, revise my plan, go to my other doctor and say five drinks, which he still said was, like, a lot. And I was like, okay, well, obviously no one's had a great night around here before. So, anyway, they kind of all kind of left me in the lurch. And so I did my own research. And basically what I came to realise is I might have had a stomach ulcer. And every time you drink, you know, it would be like having a cut on your... Um, hands like every time you drink it's like putting salt into that open wound so the first thing you need to do is go for a um it's basically like this test oh, what's it called it's like a, oh, a helicobacter test and you blow into a bag um if you live in the eastern suburbs edgecliffe medical center um they can facilitate and it will show basically it'll tell you if you have a stomach ulcer but here's the kicker I was like dead set that I had a stomach ulcer, but it came back that I didn't. So I was like, hmm. So then I went to my friend who's like a naturopath and she was like, oh, those tests are only like, it would only come back if you had a very severe stomach ulcer. You might just have a, you know, like, like you might just have a few little ones and that's what's giving you grief when you drink. So what she said was to buy Nexium, which I don't know if you have heard of that before, but it's literally just over the counter and it's kind of for like indigestion. And she said, you need to take one every single day for a month and that will heal your stomach ulcer. And there's no like loss to this because it's over the counter and it's not like, um, it's just for indigestion. Like it's not as if you're taking like seven, you know, I don't know, like Valium a day, which would be a vibe, but you know, like it's all over the counter and I'm good. And so I did that, and I'm pretty sure I did it for longer, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I think I did the Nexium, like, I took it for a month and a half, and it completely cured me. And now I drink to my heart, can't even handle it anymore, and I'm as healthy as a fish. So, step one, get that test in case you have a big stomach ulcer, because you'd have to get proper medicine. And if the test comes back all good, then take Nexium every single day for a month and a half. I'm by no means a doctor, but the doctors didn't help me, so... I hope I can help you. Yeah. And I just love the bit about the doctor stuff because I actually had that. Weirdly enough, I went to the doctor about me vomiting off alcohol really easily. Like, really easily. And she made this point about being like, they just like literally look at you being like, well, you, like it's drinking so bad. Like, they don't want to support you drinking. So they don't want to actually listen, even though there's probably an issue. I was on this pill and it would make me vomit after no fucking joke. Three drinks, I'd be vomiting. And I went to the doctor being like, this isn't right. Like, yeah, I can yeah, drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. they literally are like, oh, you're probably just drinking three really big drinks. Like, they don't want to listen to it. No. And, and they so don't want to promote you having 15 no. drinks on a night out. But I'm saying this is a very quick, easy solution. Yes. That I think takes the whole cake for Collide Advice. This no, week. and everything she said, like, on here, like, well, you, we played it. Everything played she said, it. I was like fuck, I can relate oh. so much to this and everything you're saying, the doctor stuff, obviously, and just like the frustration with it. And sometimes you have to become your own doctor. You do. You have to do your research. You have to do your research. And I'm just glad she did it for me because that's my favourite kind of research. 
Anyway, guys, we have got some work to do because we're going to Melbourne tomorrow. We're going to Melbourne. We've got some I'm packing. Sure we'll have some funny stories from there. And, like, hopefully we have some more content because we haven't really been posting any nice photos of ourselves. No. So I'll you be guys bringing have been really Dyson, missing that. The Dyson era. Yes, the Dyson era. Uh, okay. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.